Welcome to the Way of the Nomad podcast, a podcast dedicated to people on their journey to their full potential. So, after many technical difficulties, I am back again with the Way of the Nomad podcast. We're going to be talking about how to get tone and keep it for the summer season. And we're going to be breaking down exactly what toning means, first of all, talking about the not to do's, the to do's. And then we're going to obviously talk about how to keep it. And today I am joined by a special guest once again, the one, the only, Kevin Vu from Vujin Fitness. What is up, brother? How are you? I'm doing good. What's going on, DJ, and everyone listening to the podcast? This is A Vision Includes You podcast. I'm here today, joined by DJ. We're going to be talking about how you can get actually get toned for the summer, what to do, what not to do, and how can you also keep those results. So I'm actually super excited to get into the, today's topic. DJ, how have you been? Yeah, man. Best day ever. Best day of my life. I think uh, this season, like spring, I honestly believe like, like, just like they say, spring is a is a, all about new, new beginnings. Um, and for me, I have a lot of things that I am planning on doing. I have a lot of things that I, um, I'm, I'm planning for the next two years. And they're really big. They're really big life goals. And not like I'm, I'm nervous, but I'm excited for them. And I'm, I'm ready for the challenge. So that's been that's been my main focus what i've been up to basically how about you no honestly i love that because like i think oftentimes we need goals because reaching for that next level is always something to look forward to and i think like oftentimes all of us like one way or another we kind of like just cruise by life we don't really have any real goals it's like you know what i just want to get through today i just want to uh take it day by day kind of thing and if you're never really having anything to look forward towards, then it's not, it, there's no real purpose. There's no real meaning to life. So I'm actually super happy that you brought that up. But I think if you really want to take it one day at a time, this is why we're talking about this topic. It's like, okay, maybe your next big goal is to like get toned up for the summer. Maybe your next goal is to shape your summer body. And this is why we're here to like meet you at where you're at and giving you those actionable tips to help you along your fitness journey. So DJ, yeah. what do you say if we get into it? For sure, I would love to. So I think the best thing we can talk about is obviously what is the definition of tone? Because I think a lot of people might not even understand what, what does it even mean to get toned? Like what is that, am I, am I losing fat and, and Am I just getting smaller or what is like, like, can I build muscle and gain weight and still get tone? I think there's a lot of uh, misunderstanding when it comes to tone. So let's break that down. So I want to give my piece of what toning is and you'll give me, you'll also give me your, um, your insight as well. So for toning guys, like this is the biggest misconception. Toning is not necessarily that you're going to lose weight. Okay, so that's the biggest misconception that I, I think people think about is I want to tone up for summer and I also want to lose weight. It's quite possible that you're going to tone up. So toning, all that means is your body composition is going to change from being more fat mass to more lean body mass. All that means, guys, is that how much body fat you carry and how much muscle you carry, it's going to go like this, fat. It's going to go down. If you're watching the live, I'm, I have my two hands in front of me. If you're listening to it, just visualize. There's two hands in front of me, and the fat is a little bit higher than the lean muscle mass. What happens is you start adding resistance training. You start being in a calorie deficit. And what happens is your lean muscle mass goes up. 
and your body fat decreases. Now, one thing that people need to realize is that this change of lean muscle going up and body fat going down, the weight, right? Because muscle weighs weight, guys. So this is a big misconception. You don't just gain muscle and there's no weight associated with it, right? So it's very common that you don't actually lose any weight, but your body looks significantly better. It looks like you lost tons of weight and it looks like you, you literally sculpted your body, but your weight didn't change because weight loss, right? Does not necessarily mean good or bad. Weight gain doesn't necessarily mean good or bad. The biggest thing that people should actually focus on is exactly what we just talked about. When we say tone, it's really about body composition, but tone is just the sexy word the uh, more understood mainstream word. But all that really means is that you built more muscle and you lost body fat. That's really the definition of tone for me. But Kevin, I'd love to hear some of your insights. What are some misconceptions? What are some things people say? I completely agree with that. And I feel like a lot of it too, it also sounds from the fact that it also depends on where you're at. So let's say you are 50 pounds overweight. If you want to quote unquote tone up, okay, then your main goal should still be losing fat but you can still build muscle simultaneously and this is very prominent especially if you're a beginner so really evaluate where you're at on the flip side if you're already like you don't really have much fat to begin with then your main focus should be you know building muscle like you will still lose a little bit of fat in the process but it's like i wouldn't put your main focus on like trying to lose weight because you don't really have much to begin with it's like you can't build a sculpture out of a pebble, right? So you're going to have to add some resistance training in. You're going to have to start eating a little bit more. And that's exactly what we're going to get into. So DJ, what are some things that we should not do if we're trying to quote unquote tone up? Okay, well, there are freaking a million things you probably should not do. But I want to get into some of the main, uh, I would say, not not necessarily bad approaches, but they're just not efficient approaches. And, and this tends to get people just doing following something and expecting a result and not getting it because the principle behind it is just flawed, right? So my biggest like my biggest thing that I see people do is just prioritizing way too much cardio. Okay. And let me just break this down. So why is cardio not the best approach for fat loss? Now this is the biggest misconception. So yes, you need to be in a calorie deficit. And yes, ca uh, cardio type of exercise burn more calories per, let's say you train for an hour uh, through resistance training versus you go on a treadmill and you're jogging for an hour. Okay, what burns more calories? Yes, the jogging for an hour burns more calories, but the stimulus that you get from jogging versus resistance training are very different, okay? so. Bringing it back to what is toning, it really is, again, building muscle, right? Losing body fat. Now, the reason why I always preach you need to focus on resistance training if you want to lose body fat is, number one, cardio alone will not provide the stimulus for your body to want to build muscle. That is the key difference, right? So although you might you know, burn more calories, what you actually don't get is the bus muscle building uh, signal that you would only get from resistance training, okay? And why is this important? Resistance training, again, is the only way that you're gonna get the stimulus for the muscle building, right? And the more muscle you build, again, the more tone you're gonna look. And on top of that, 
because you have more muscle mass, you're also, your metabolism gets raised up. So because muscle is very metabolically expensive. I talk a lot about this on my podcast, uh, on, my, on my content, but having more muscle doing daily activities of daily life, like walking, working out, obviously, um, even at rest, you actually burn more calories, right? And if you ever want to get to a point where you're not constantly eating 1200 calories for the rest of your life, the only way to do that is to get your muscle mass higher, right? Versus just doing cardio. And guys, here's another huge reason why you should not only focus on cardio. Your bodily, your body is an adaptation machine. I actually talked about this yesterday uh, in my private Facebook group about how your body is an adaptation machine. So let's say you do running for an hour every single morning for 10 years. Your body is going to get so efficient at running at that pace, at that whatever, and you're actually going to find that you're not going to actually burn as much calories as you once thought because your body is always finding ways to, again, get to homeostasis without getting it too in-depth that's just going to get you back to, let's say you added that one hour of cardio, your main, your calorie of maintenance is going to meet you there, right? So you're going to be end up in this position where you're stuck eating, uh, stuck running an hour every single day, and you hit a weight loss plateau because your body adapted to it. And that's different if you start focusing on resistance training. That is my biggest, biggest, biggest um, not to do what to focus on. Kevin, I want to hear your insights on that, your feedback. Love that. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like one of the biggest mistakes that I see a lot of people do is like resorting to extreme levels of cardio. Like cardio is a great tool, don't get me wrong, but resistance training, you have to throw that in the mix and prioritize that over cardio. Um, if you want to build muscle, like resistance training, like even lifting weights, even if you just use resistance bands, following some type of resistance training program where you're focusing on getting stronger, building muscle, that's actually going to help you in the long term. Right. Um, so my biggest thing is when it comes to the nutrition, because I feel like this is by far the most important. Like oftentimes I see people going on these crash diets, like eating 1200 calories or even under that, like starving themselves. Like that's not how you get toned up. OK, like I, th this used to be me and I'm speaking from experience. Like I used to only eat one meal every single day and it will be like 500 calories. That was it. And I do that for like a month or two months. And then I'm looking in, in the mirror. I'm like, why do I look the exact same? Why do I not look toned? Why do I not see my six pack? You know, so really take our advice and understand that we're not just speaking out of our asses. Like we actually have experience and we've coached people through this process as well. Like you need to be resistance training. You need to actually follow a proper nutrition protocol, which doesn't include you going on these crash diets. And when I say a proper nutrition protocol, I'm talking about, okay, if you have a lot more weight to lose, maybe you have to eat in a slight calorie deficit. If you actually are on the opposite spectrum where you need to put on some weight um, and build some muscle, then you might have to be on a slight surplus. Um, and also a big portion of this comes from eating enough protein because you cannot build any muscle without eating adequate protein. So my recommendations, um, very standard, it's like one gram of protein per pound of body mass, I, I, uh, sorry, body weight. I think that's a very good generic rule of thumb. Obviously, if you're a little bit heavier and let's say you're 200 pounds plus, then you probably don't need as much. You can just go on the lower end, even like 0 0.7 um, grams per pound of body weight. That's a good place to start. DJ, what are your thoughts? 
yeah, I think you hit a nail in the coffin there with the nutrition. And it's like, I think from all the experience I've had as a coach, the biggest thing that people mess up on is not getting adequate amounts of protein. Like, I want to just, you know, focus in on that whole protein intake. So, guys, let's let's break it down. Like, this is, I want to always give you guys actual tips. So, why is protein so, so important? There's so many reasons why. But some of the most important ones, again, comes down to, number one, protein is the way that your body is going to repair itself through all the the micro tears that you're going to give yourself through resistance training right so what is why do we need these micro tears why do we need to break down the muscle fiber so think about it like this just like how we said in the beginning like sculpting right so when you have let's say your body maybe you're a little bit overweight so just think about yourself as let's say you see a statue it's a, a big circular ball right and every time you work out you're chiseling away, creating the facial features. For example, creating the deltoid, the, the, the shoulder, the arm, right? Every time you work up, you're essentially sculpting your body. And every time you break away, you need something to replenish it, come back stronger, come back uh, more defined. And how do you do that? You need adequate amounts of protein or else what you're going to end up doing is you might actually, you know, sure, you're going to sculpt at the sculpture. You're going to uh, reduce the mass of the sculpture but it's not going to be is not going to be in in your eyes toned right because you're losing muscle you're going to end up losing also uh, fat but you're losing the things that actually give your body shape right and what gives your body shape is the muscle guys so protein is so important because if you're breaking down your muscle fibers through exercise and you're not eating enough protein you're not you might lose actually the hard earned muscle that you're you're building and especially if you're in a calorie deficit guys and the second thing about the whole protein intake, again, is it helps you actually stay fuller for longer. So that's actually one of the biggest reasons why I promote protein. It's not necessarily that you need to get one gram per pound of body weight. But if you do that, if this actually helps you, if you have a problem with overeating, right, you're going to be more, feeling way more full for longer. So I think, you know, again, that's my biggest reasons for the protein intake, but you hit the nail on the coffin of nutrition. A lot of people, they they don't emphasize the, the nutrition part. And they, most times what I find, people emphasize going really hard on a workout. And then what do they eat after? Like nothing. They eat a little salad with nothing, no protein, no nutrients, right? And they think that that's what's helping their body. So I freaking love that. Now, I think we pretty much talked about like the biggest not to do's. Let's transition. Okay, let's talk about what they should do. What should you focus on instead? What should you prioritize? Yeah, I love that. So pretty much what we said so far was, okay, we should still prioritize resistance training. So if you're not resistance training at least three days per week, that's, I would say, is the bare minimum, like three days per week. Um, if you are very crunch on time, like you can only, if, even if you fit in like 30 minute workouts, like three days a week, that's still better than what you're currently doing, which is probably close to nothing, right? That's the first thing. The second thing is like making sure you identify where you're at on, in terms of like the spectrum. Are you like super overweight? Do you have a little bit of weight to lose and you want to tone up? Then, okay, cool. Eat in a slight deficit. And if you don't know where to find your deficit, you can just go on Google and type in TDEE calculator, type in your basic information. You're going to get a number and that's going to be your calorie deficit. I would say eat that much, track your food, track your body weight, see how your weight changes. And over time, if you need to make some adjustments, you can be, yeah, you definitely do that. 
Um, if you're on like the lighter end and you feel like you don't have much weight to lose and you actually want to tone up, then yeah, I would prioritize strength training. And on top of that, I would eat in a slight surplus. I think that's like the two biggest um, steps that we've covered so far. DJ, what would you say is like the third step on top of all of that? Yeah, so like we're obviously me, me and Kevin, by the way, we're, we're fat loss specialists. Like that's our main thing. But again, if your goal is to build muscle and maybe you're on the the, uh, the leaner end, the whole the same principles always apply, guys. So just just realize, like having this basic understanding of uh, calorie deficit, uh, understanding calorie surplus, energy balance. Like I think just first of all, I want to say that if you want to you know get toned and 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 keep it, just you need to understand that basic fundamentals. Okay, you need to understand the basic fundamentals of how your body actually works. Uh, that would be the biggest thing that I would say people to do. Just really do a little bit of more research and understand what's happening with your body, not just following somebody blindly, right? Now, other things, other than that, I would say that you've got to realize that other lifestyle factors. So, for example, how much are you sleeping, guys? This plays such a big role. Like, if you're getting chronically under, under five hours, that plays so much different effects negative effects on what food choices you make right so usually you're going to be more stressed by the way so and you're going to have more cortisol and what does that do you're going to be uh in a in a, in a state where your body doesn't want to build muscle your body's going to want to eat more carbs your body's going to want crave sugar your body is not going to be thinking as clearly your mind is not going to be recharged and replenished that's like a hundred reasons why you should focus on sleep for example and then there's how do, you, how do you cope with your stress, right? What are your stress management techniques? What happens when you face something stressful? You go straight to the kitchen and you eat whatever is in sight. How can we? How can you change that? Maybe you need to uh, throw out all the junk food in your house and make sure that your your house doesn't have any of these trigger foods, right? Um, are you are you walking at all, right? If do you sit down for ten hours a day and then after you watch Netflix for an hour? Can there, can there be ways that you can improve and increase your daily expenditure? Um, what's another one? There's so many, guys. So understand that. Water intake. Water intake. Yeah, water intake. Um, steps. Steps, yeah, steps. Yeah, go off. Go off, Kevin. Follow up. <laughs> follow up on that. Yeah, so yeah, definitely water intake is huge, especially for the summer. Like, you're going to be sweating a lot. You're going to be outside a lot more often. Like, I feel like Water intake in general is like one of the most underrated things that you can start with. And we're, when we're talking about like, you know, starting off small, like the first thing I would always go to is like water intake. How much are you drinking per day? Oftentimes you're not drinking enough. Like I've talked to so many people who don't even get one glass of water in a day. Like I don't even know how they're still surviving. But fact of the matter is, it's like if you just make it a habit, like you try your best to like drink, even if it's just one more glass of water per day, on top of what you're already doing, then that's gonna go a long way. And over time, you're going to add a little bit more each day. And if you can aim for like minimum two liters, if you can work your way up to like a gallon, depending on where you're at, that's a great start. On top of that, what your steps? Like if you have a phone, I'm sure most of you have iPhones. If you have an Android, you can literally have like those apps on your phone. So like for me, for apples, you have the health app, the Apple Health app, where you can track your steps. For Android, you can actually have an app called Samsung Health. And what you do is, like, if you have your phone on you most of the time, it's going to track your steps. So I want you to open up your apps, all right, 
check how many steps you're getting on a week to week basis. And let's say you're getting like average 4,000 steps per day. Okay, cool. I, now I want you to add 1,000 to 2,000 on top of what you're already getting. Like oftentimes we hear like, oh, you should aim for 10,000 steps every single day. But if you're very sedentary already, okay, meet you where you're at. Just add 1,000 to 2,000. Don't already aim for 10,000 right off the bat. Like small and steady, that's going to go a long way. And then over time, you can just add on top of that. So, yeah, let me, let's, and to reiterate what Kevin's saying, guys, is that, again, the best way to actually get to your dream body, to get to the, the summer shredded, whatever, is not through all or nothing. It's through taking where you're at and just thinking, huh, what is the smallest thing I can do, right? Uh, I remember going over Atomic Habits by James Clear. And I remember, like, one of the big things that he says is that how can you make, to build a habit, how can you make it as easy as possible? Like, what are the easiest things you can do that can get you at least your first foot in the door, the first step forward, right? And that's what you guys need to realize is that there are always going to be levels to this, right? So level one might be, again, you're, you're only walking maybe 3,000 steps. Maybe the next level is 4,000 steps. Maybe the next level is 3,500, whatever it is. But these incremental small compounding things are what's going to be the most significant uh the most significant impact on your your physique right so like you start off not training at all you do no resistance training and maybe you only do cardio so you take away one cardio session you replace it with a 30 minute resistance training session right that's where you start and then maybe the next week you can add two right so that's that's what i'm getting from you like just getting it as meeting you where you're at and just doing those little changes that will actually get you one step forward, one step forward, and having that mindset of just one step forward. Yeah. I love that. And I think a huge thing, too, that we haven't talked about is we have to address this elephant in the room because this title for this podcast is probably going to be How to Get Toned Up for the Summer. So for now, I believe summer is like, what, six weeks away. And the elephant in the room is like a lot of times people might have that unrealistic expectation that, oh, they're going to get toned up in just six weeks. So if someone has like 40 pounds to lose, DJ, what's your best piece of advice for that person who has 40 pounds to lose and summer's in six weeks and they want to get toned up? Oof. So do you say 40 pounds? And, and then yeah. 40 pounds in six weeks. Okay. Well, first thing I would say is straight up, cancel that, that idea of 40 pounds in six weeks. But what I would say is to like, this is the biggest thing that tends to happen. So, Here's some good news. When let's say you have horrible habits right now, let's say you're eating junk food every day, let's say you're eating foods that bloat you, let's say all this stuff, right? If you start now, I guarantee you, you're gonna see a dramatic change in your weight overall. You're gonna feel a lot less bloating. You're gonna get maybe even up to ten, I would say anywhere from ten pounds of weight loss, maybe even in your first two weeks. And but understand that that first ten pounds, a lot of it is from bloating, so a lot of it's from water weight and but that alone, you're going to get some great results. And so by changing your habits now, even the small things, like just being conscious of, huh, if I eat dairy, but let's say I'm lactose intolerant, and every time I have pizza, my freaking body feels like crap, and I'm, and I'm so bloated. Cutting, it, cutting out the stuff that makes you feel like that, right? Doing the things that are, you know, again, in your, in your head, you might not see, think that it's that impactful, will make a huge impact, right? So if you're trying to lose 40 pounds, 
the first piece of advice again, number one, just realize that you, in, in six weeks, what we recommend as, as coaches and, and people that actually care about your health, you can lose one to two pounds of body fat per week. Ideally, one pound of body fat per week is actually really excessive. Okay? But understanding that, so the time horizon is, is pretty fast. If you try to like really cut down to six weeks, just realize that be a little bit realistic because you're going to beat yourself up if you don't lose the 40 pounds in six weeks. And this is not realistic, okay? But if you start now, I guarantee you, you're going to get start getting addicted to the results of like, whoa, okay, maybe I didn't hit 40 pounds, but you were able to drop down 10 pounds in the first two weeks and know that most of it is water weight. Then from there, you'll be able to lose about a pound to two pounds of body fat per week. So you can honestly expect maybe like, 15 pounds of, of weight weight loss, right? 15 to 20 pounds of weight loss in the next uh, next six weeks. And what you can do from then is now, okay, what are all the habits that I started doing? And again, this whole live is about how to keep it. So what are all the habits we're doing? You're drinking more water. You're getting at least seven hours of sleep. You're uh, getting incrementally more steps per day. You're now replacing maybe cardio sessions with resistance training. Um, and what else? So all these different habits that you're doing, right? How can you now stick to that after summer or during summer, all the way to winter and past? And then if you try to lose that 40 pounds, you'll see by the next year, that will be so simple, so easy. As long as you, again, understand that these simple habit stacking rituals of drinking more water, getting your steps in, sleeping better, that's what will eventually get you to that 40 pound weight loss. Maybe not by summer. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to say something real here because uh, I just remembered something and I just wanted to relate this back to my story because May 5th, this is the date of right now of this recording. So May 5th of 2019, this is my three year anniversary of me being at, at my heaviest weight. And I was at 201 pounds. And I remember I started my cut on May 5th, 2019. And I remember telling myself, Oh, you know what? If I just dedicate the next four months, like by the end of summer, I'm going to see my abs. And you know what the funny thing is? I think I lost like maybe like 20 pounds that summer. Like I got from maybe around 200 to 170, 180. I, I don't remember exactly. But at that point, I still didn't see my abs. And I also fell into the trap of like having unrealistic expectations. So if you're in that point right now where you're having unrealistic expectations, then I'm going to save you the disappointment and tell you that, okay, it might take you longer than you actually think. And because my cut, I thought originally it's only going to last four months and I'm going to see my ass by the end of the summer. No, like it took me a whole year, a whole year. And the next year, like May 5th or May 6th, I was actually able to see my ass. So me thinking it was only going to take four months actually took a whole year. And it wasn't just 20 pounds that I thought I had to lose or 30 pounds. It was actually 50 plus pounds. So that's something all of you need to understand. It's not just, you know, I'm going to go do this for like the next six weeks, 12 weeks, 16 weeks, 20 weeks, whatever. It might take you a whole year. And that's something you're going to have to be okay with. So take everything we say, make this a lifestyle, focus on those habits, as we mentioned, or steps, water intake, protein intake, um, getting your resistance training in, adding some cardio wherever needed, like focus on those things. And in the long run, 
as long as you're consistent day in and day out, don't put it, don't put a time frame on how long it's going to take there, but eventually you're going to get there in the long run. Love that. I love that. Ton of fire right there. So yeah, guys, I think, I think that's already ton of information, ton of actionable value guys. Um, I just want to close it off with again, highlighting the point of, so if you want to lose, you know, 40 plus pounds for summer, it's great that you have that goal, have that goal. It's fine. But, just realize that you may not hit that 40 pounds, but you might get really close to it, right? Having that big goal might be actually beneficial because, okay, I want to I want to lose this 40 pounds. And you do all the habits that get you to maybe 15 pounds of weight loss. But you're going to realize that you're going to get addicted to the changes that you're going to see from eating healthier, sleeping more, feeling better, having more energy. And you, uh, then you already have everything that you know. We've already talked about all the things you got to do. You just now got to figure out Okay, now that it's not summer, it's fall. How can I keep this up? Okay, I'm I might have to sign up at a gym to do my steps. I might have to do a treadmill. I might have to do X, Y, Z. And as long as you understand that, just maintaining these habits over time, you will get to that forty pound weight loss. And maybe it might end up being more. It might take longer. But that's okay. Because do you want to be fit for a week or do you want to be fit for the rest of your life? If you want to be fit for the rest of your life, you gotta create a lifestyle and that is really, at the end of the day, what you need to do. Create this into a lifestyle, not a fix. I got nothing else to say, Kevin. Any closing thoughts, any closing remarks? That's all. That's all. Like, I feel like we've got a ton of value. I just want all of you to, like, soak this in and, like, apply one small thing that we've said on this podcast today. And that one small thing, it's going to trickle down into two small things, three small things, and then overall, this is going to make it a lifestyle. And that's how you're going to keep those results for the rest of your life. All right, DJ, where can they find you? They can find me at Nomadic Fitness on all social media platforms or the Way of the Nomad podcast on all uh, pla uh, podcast platforms. Kevin, where can they find your beautiful ad? <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and LinkedIn at Vision Fitness, or you can follow my podcast at A Vision Includes You. Until next time, we're signing off. If you got any type of value from this podcast, please share it with a friend, leave a review, and I appreciate you guys tuning in. Until next time, this is Coach DJ, out.